Hey, what's up, everybody? It's your favorite electrician, Doug, here. Welcome back to the Modern Electrician Podcast. Happy Monday. If it is, in fact, a Monday when you're listening to this, if it's another day, happy that day, too, or just happy Monday on that day. Whatever the hell you want to do, just do the hell out of it. Uh, Happy Labor Day, by the way, because today's Labor Day. So hopefully you guys are sitting somewhere uh, in your underwear in a kiddie pool in the backyard with the beer on your tummy, listening to this podcast and just thinking, man, I'm pretty sure I'm hitting a home run in life right now. Um, Whatever you're doing to enjoy this day off, hopefully you get this day off. Uh, Enjoy it. I didn't realize I was reading about Labor Day today. It it was actually signed into law in the late 1800s, I think 1894, to be recognized as a a national holiday that's supposed to um, kind of be like a tribute to the contributions that workers have made to the strength and prosperity of the country, which is pretty great. Uh, Because that's us, you know, We're we're the workers out there doing our thing. So a lot of love and respect to all my uh, blue-collar brothers and sisters out there uh, listening to this podcast today. Take the day if you can and enjoy it. Um, and if you can't and you got to work, I get that. Enjoy it when you can. Um, starting this episode, I would like to kick this off with a little story for you guys. I had a really interesting week last week, and I'd love to tell you about it. So uh, I started a company at the beginning of the year. We've mentioned that uh, with a partner. And thank God I did because I got myself in a dilly of a pickle this week. Um, My partner was taking some time off of work, which we encourage one another to do. Uh, Just really good for the overall health of the company and the people involved. And uh, this was his turn. He was going to get a week off to spend some time with his family. Man, just so happy for the guy. I'm like cheering him on. Um, But the Sunday before, you know, the work week starts and he's going to take his vacation, um, my back went out, like, like out. I don't know if you've ever had your back go out, but that's exactly what it does. That's why they call it that, because it leaves you. Like, it's, <laughs> your back is like, I'm out. I can't do this anymore. This dude's putting too much pressure on me. He's going to have to lay down till I come back. And that's what happened. Um, but, you know, I was I was super determined to not call my partner that was my goal was like okay I've had, my back has gone out before and if you work with your body I'm sure you guys have been in the same boat I you know I can't tell you how many guys I've spoken to in the past week that this happened that you know all have their own stories to tell um so I was like basically telling myself that like I'll wake up in the morning and it'll be better you know it'll be at least workable I can get through this I listen to David Goggins books I can make my body do what I want it to do because I'm tough right and uh, so I wake up the next morning, and um, that, you know, was not the case physically. Like, my back, I couldn't really stand up straight. I couldn't really traverse stairs, uh, which does happen to be a big part of the work that we do. Um, <laughs> but I was, like, in denial. I was, like, I was telling myself. I was, like, trying to will myself capable of doing what I had to do for the day. I did not want to call Josh and say, hey man, I need your help. I wanted him to be on this vacation. So I get all the way down the road, maybe an hour drive, back's on fire, get to the client's house, parked outside, and I I just can't stand up, man. I just, it's like, it's like really hitting me. You know, the the difference between like feeling you, I feel like we, 
spend time in our lives feeling like we are in control. Like it's, it seems pretty obvious that we're in control, right? Like if you eat right and exercise, you, you have like, you, you recognize the uh, gains that you make physically. And uh, there's control there. There's like an understanding that with a specific amount of pressure, change is made. Um, so we spend a lot of our time thinking we're in control, but when your body quits on you, you realize really quickly that you're not in control. You're really not. You're, you know, you're fortunate to, um, to have your faculties about you. And while that is a touch dramatic, because uh, it was just a back going out and it does happen, it really hit me like, man, um, I thought I'm, I feel like I'm pretty fit. Like when I think of my dad growing up, like I never saw my dad stretch ever. He didn't stretch to grab the ketchup. He would just ask you to pass the ketchup. Like my dad, it's not, and, and he's worked with his body his whole life. He's a body man. You know, he works on cars and uh, owns a body shop. And I've never seen that dude do push up one. And he's still out there doing, he doesn't complain at all. Like, what must he feel like? I'm, I'm in decent shape and my back is like, yo, see ya. I, I, even though I feel like I'm in shape, I clearly need to be doing different things as I age. And that's what this episode's all about, is uh, as, as tradespeople, I feel like it is imperative that we have some sort of like um, awareness or consciousness of our physical being and how important it is to be like fit. And I'm not saying you gotta be like a marathon runner, by all means. I just mean, the better I feel, the, the better I am at the work that I do. And um, the, the more easily I can move around and prevent injuries. Like I was uh, looking at statistics, the number one injury that is suffered by people in the trades, back pain. And that's a big deal, you know? I think Hannibal Burris, the comedian Hannibal, Hannibal Burris was, uh, said, your back is most your body. And it's true. <laughs> you know, I have to be, I have to find new solutions to this situation, which is like, instead of thinking about even fitness the way I did as a young person, which was like hit it hard, run hard. I still love to run, but maybe I should change that. And, uh, so I wanted this conversation to be about longevity and body mechanics and physical fitness. And I found the perfect person to talk to about it. This guy's name is Johnny Slick. And yes, that's his real name. I would like to know what I did to deserve Doug Powell when there were names like Johnny Slick out there that I could have had. He won the name lottery for sure. And he's also just a really cool guy. And uh, he he's a pretty phenomenal personal trainer. He has uh, kind of jumped off and started his own venture here recently uh, in this COVID world. We're realizing a lot of us, uh, you know, it's like, what else am I going to do? It's time to, it's time to make this move. And, uh, and Johnny's approach to his business is unique in that his real focus is body mechanics and doing things right and for longevity's sake. Um, and so I, I thought it would be great to pick his brain. Uh, this was before I was injured, so I'm glad I had this conversation so I can look back on it and gain some insight from Johnny. But we talk nutrition, uh, too, because, look, I know we're all guilty of it. Every one of us uh, is standing in line at Sheets or 7-Eleven first thing in the morning with taquitos and Dr. Peppers in hand. Um, 
it's a bad habit in the trades. It's something we do, and I'm not busting your balls. I'm, I said I'm guilty of it too, but uh, it's a bad habit. And if we're thinking of longevity, like it, the thing that gets me as I get older is I'm, I'm not just an electrician. Like I'm also a dad and a husband and a homeowner and a business owner and a partner and all of these things. And if I go down, all of that gets affected and, and we're all in that same boat. So we have a lot on our shoulders. And that's why our backs go out because our shoulders are just like carrying the weight of the world and none of us are doing yoga because that's not cool. And so I want to have this conversation to see if we can't shine some light on some habits and techniques that we could put in place that can help us do this for longer and be reliable to those people who depend on us for longer um, and to feel better while doing it. Look, I mean, you don't have to listen to me what the hell do I know who you know but this is this is what I think and these are the things I'm trying to learn through this process you know this podcast is for me to learn too. these people that I'm talking to I'm curious uh, I'd like to know more of these things so I hope you guys really enjoy this conversation as much as I did um, and I hope you get a lot out of it if you guys already have a, a you know physical fitness regimen that you adhere to that's great um, but just think about your body's health and uh, factor that into your training because it's a it's an important part. All right, enjoy this conversation. Well, how was your day, man? It was good. It, yeah. Today was one of it, today was so I do two days of in-home sessions uh, down in Frederick. So today was one of those. So uh, head out on the road and go from, bounce around from house to house, uh, okay. carrying, carrying as much equipment as I can pack into a Honda Civic. I know that deal. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just starting our company, it's like I've got a little Tacoma, and uh, you just make it work. You know what I mean? Yeah. You make you make it work as you get going. It's fun. It's uh, oh, that's yeah. how that's the adjective that I use to keep me sane. Is it's fun. <laughs> it's fun. Yes. <laughs> how long have you been? So when I first met you, you were working at the YMCA as a personal trainer. Yeah. And uh, yeah. since uh, since COVID nineteen, I would imagine uh, things have have changed dramatically for you. Was was that your was that when you decided to take straight shot and make a run for it, or were you doing that before? Well, so I've had straight shots since 2017 as like, okay. as, as like a side, a side deal. Um, I'd done some online programming for people before, uh, and I just, I wasn't super efficient at it. Um, it I was so much faster, you know, doing in-person programs and stuff. Yeah. Um, so I kind of didn't do that much of it because it just took, took so much time and I had to charge so much for it. I was like, man, I don't know if people really, really want to pay this much for online because it wasn't a thing yet. Okay. So um, back in 2016, my wife and I were starting the adoption process for our son, Wes, and I wasn't making enough money for us to be able to adopt a, a child, but we wanted to. So uh, she actually came up with the idea of, well, you know, why don't you try online training again, but maybe do something where you make one program that kind of addresses most people's needs and people just pay act for access onto this program. Hmm. Um, and so that's how it started out. It started out as it was a thing on the side that was um, – a program that you would pay, and we still have that program too, that you, you pay to have access to. So I can just really focus on making one really good program that meets the needs of most people. And I can make it a lot cheaper than personal training yeah. uh, because it's almost like crowdfunded. Huh, but, that makes sense. That's a great yeah, idea. So yeah, how is yeah, the program, so, how's it delivered? In a PDF or in videos? So it started out as um, an email. My wife's a graphic designer, so she would, the email looked you know awesome. It came to you um, every week. Uh, on a Sunday morning, and all of the demo videos um, 
so taking it way back, I was a communications major. I was going into film um, and I was a, a cameraman and audio guy at an NBC affiliate in Hagerstown before I became a personal trainer. Hagerstown yeah. has an NBC affiliate? Yeah, we used to. It was NBC huh. 25, WHAG. And huh. I was in the I was in the morning crew, and I worked All for right. Discovery. I worked for Discovery Channel for a summer okay. uh, when I was ni- when I was nineteen, and so um, using that little bit of tiny bit of, of knowledge I had of of you know editing and mm-hmm. and audio stuff. I put together 300 and some um, demo videos of me doing all of these exercises. So everything coming out was me performing the exercises the way that I wanted them to be performed. Um, every exercise had a link to these demo videos. So you got emailed this workout and all your demo videos are right there. I told you exactly what to do. Everything from your warm up to your cool downs. Yeah. Um, and it, it's a, a functional fitness program. So it's, it's the idea was we're not trying to make you, you know, jacked it is really not even a you can use as a weight loss program but the main idea of it is we want you to to feel better and be able to do all the things that you want to do in your job and your hobbies and everyday life uh we want you you we want you to be able to do all of those things better and without pain so yeah that was kind of the idea behind it i like that a lot it's funny how like uh, you know so much of training or physical fitness uh you know folks get the idea that like I've got to set a goal for myself and I mean, which isn't bad, but I mean, I've got to run a half marathon or I've got to be a this when in reality, I think most folks uh, could just benefit from stretching and, 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 and just movement getting up and, and, and changing your mindset about how you move and, and, and the necessity of it. So it's cool that it's cool that you have, is that kind of your focal point for, for what you do? Is it, is it really based around, uh, we we mentioned a little bit earlier in talking. It was re- it was kind of based around um, body mechanics and things like that. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So I mean that that was my my favorite thing I that I studied um, in my exercise physiology degree was was biomechanics and you know, how the body moves and that's kind of how I've, I've some of my side certifications in addition to to personal trainer are in movement and movement coaching. So okay. for me, you know, if if when people come to me, they typically come to me because something hurts and they, uh, when they squat and they want to feel better or, right. um, they want to fix their form on something or they want to, they want to do their job better. And they know that if they moved better, they could work better. So, uh, right. Yeah. Yep. I mean, it's, uh, it's really, it was largely why I wanted to reach out and talk to you because, you know, as a, as somebody in the trades, it's your body is so paramount. Um, and, and, and myself too, I've been so hard on my body and you know, I was, was an athlete growing up and, and, uh, have just always moved so much that as I'm, I'm now 41 and, and I'm feeling all, all of these, you know, joint pains and, and back pains and all of this tightness and, um, and it's, it's hell just trying to keep up. Yeah. Um, but, but my focus has changed as I've gotten a little bit older to make maintenance more than anything you know, flexibility, yes. yeah. mechanics, us- yeah. using your body right. Um, so cool. I wanted to definitely have you on and pick your brain, but before we get started, so, so tell me a little bit about how did you go from go, being uh, like a film major, working at a Hagerstown's, uh, a Hagerstown, which is the Hollywood of Maryland, um, their oh, NBC. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> yes. Yeah, we, how did yeah. <laughs> you veer into, what was it that, that set you in the direction of personal training? Yeah, so uh, I was homeschooled all from uh, you know the time I started school all the way up through into college. Really, uh, my first my first day of school was my first day of college. So, uh, wow. yeah. So when wow. uh, when parents are talking about you know having to homeschool their kids, 
um, I, I, my mom totally, totally understands it. She homeschooled for, for over 30 years. Wow. Uh, and you have siblings? Yeah. Yep. Yep. I have a younger sister, two years younger than me, uh, an older sister that she's six years older than me an older brother, eight years older than me. And then, uh, two half sisters. So, wow. um, yeah. Yep. So we, yeah, we were all homeschooled. Yeah. And, um, there was a homeschool uh, PE class that was started by um, one of my parents' friends because, uh, you know, they, we were part of different co-ops and stuff with homeschool. Sure. So we, you know, we, we saw a lot of other kids. We weren't like, you know, you know, they, people, people always worry about socialization <laughs> and homeschoolers. Right. Uh, I was always playing soccer. I was in, I was, um, I've been playing drums since I was nine. I've always been in bands. So cool. uh, yeah, this was, there was something that, um, that uh, I wanted to do is, is volunteer work because, you know, I loved moving. Um, I would get my school done around like 12, 1230 every day. And I was outside playing. I was playing soccer. I was climbing trees. That's awesome. I was jumping off roofs uh, back when, back when parkour first started, like back in 2005. Yeah. Uh, the movie 300 came out and everyone wanted to know how those guys got jacked because we didn't realize it was CGI for a lot of it. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, uh, and so I, I started, you know, just doing workouts at the house and stuff. And I really got into it. So yeah. this guy was doing this homeschool PE class for kids. And he said, um, hey, I need some help with it. Would you want to, you know, kind of be the assistant coach with this thing? So All right. I started doing it and we started teaching and he was really, really passionate about teaching these kids to love movement. Okay. Um, he was, he was wacky. He was, he, he made it fun. And I saw how much passion he had teaching the kids and I really got into it and it became my favorite part of the week. Okay. And I was a, uh, I was a, a communications major at the time. I was working at NBC um, and I, I was having fun with it, but it wasn't, I realized, oh, I'm not passionate about right. this. Right. Um, and then I, I started thinking about, well, what do I want to do with the rest of my life when it comes to a job? Could I do something that I'm already, you know, I'm getting into and I can see that, you know, I could, I could make this a living, but would I be able to do that forever if I wasn't passionate about it? And right. I realized, and thankfully, I, um, you know, I realized that early enough on that I made that change, switched to exercise physiology. Um, okay. within a year, within a year of changing, I was just mopping the floors of the gym at uh, Shepherd university where I was going to school. All right. And my, my boss said, Hey, we need more personal trainers. We'll pay for you to get certified. If you want to go through the training for it. Wow. Get and out was, of here. Yeah. Yeah. I was just, just turned 18. I was like, sure. This is awesome. Became a personal trainer that they let me start teaching classes there, started training people. Um, so by the time I got out of college, I already had two years of experience in personal training. Wow. That's awesome. Um, Yep. So then came, came, went down to the YMCA uh, on an internship and, uh, and then was there for 10 years um, doing personal training. And then, and then of course, during that um, launch straight shot. And then um, once COVID hit and, and gym shut down, uh, I was able to take straight shot and move it from the, you know, these emails going out to now um, we have our, we have an app that we use now to train. People. Oh, cool. So All right. You, you, everything that, you know, all the demo videos, messaging, us as your coaches. I brought in two other personal trainers. I brought on a partner. All um, right. You're just, you know, in the past, you know, this has been a very weird year, but it's, no been, doubt. Very, it's been a blessing. Um, no, it's in interesting. Yeah. It, COVID has affected different industries in different ways. My, my sister is a personal trainer in Dallas oh, and uh, she is, okay. and she's been doing it a long time. And she was, a, she was managing, she had gone through the whole rigors of training, teaching classes. She did bar, she did spin, you know, the whole nine and developed her yeah, clientele. Yeah. And then ended up getting a job running a gym, uh, hated it, was was stressed out all the time. <laughs> and then this happened, and they converted uh, their garage into a, a home gym, and she never looked back. She's making more money than she was making training, and she's happier than she's ever been. Right? She's, awesome. she's working nonstop, as you do when you start a business. But uh, 
it's been a weird, yeah, yeah. It's a weird experience for sure, but it is a blessing. It's like, you know, the, this specific uh, pandemic has taught us that the technology has already been, it was already there, you know, all of, all of the online meetings that existed, but it's just now we had to make that move into this world you know, forcibly, but it's so easy. It makes so much sense. Yeah. yeah. I think, I think a lot of it is, is give the whole shutdown gave us permission to take the chances that we would not have taken. Yeah. Otherwise, I agree. Especially since when it, because now, you know, people who want to train with, with us, you know, your option is, um, you either train online through our app or you train via Zoom with us. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I do about 50-50 between the people who okay. just go through my app and then the people who, uh, who train with me via Zoom. And then I do uh, very limited in-home training uh, for some of the people who I've had for a long time. Okay. And what do, what do you call the app? Is it Straight Shot Training is, is um, the name well, of the app? So the, yeah, the app is, is called Team Builders. Actually, okay. uh, uh, some guys, local guys from Landover, Maryland, that put together this awesome strength and conditioning app. Cool. Um, they're UMD graduates. I think they probably made it because they're, they saw that their strength and conditioning coach had so much trouble with handing out paper workouts yeah. all the time. Right, so, right. <laughs> so they, yeah, they came, up, they came up with this app, and, um, and that's, what, that's what we use. But once you're inside the app, you know, it's got all of the, our branding. And our oh, cool. All right. Like that. But, so you can, go, you can get their app, and you, you have a portion of that that is, is your training regimen. Yeah. So actually, if you okay. if you go to uh, if if like you if you click on the website on on Instagram or straightshottraining.com, you can see um, the subscription there. So you you get your first month free, and there's twenty one okay. bucks a month after that. Five workouts a week, all delivered on that app. Awesome. Um, and then you can connect with other athletes on it. It's got like a little Twitter feed within the app where people can um, ask questions, talk to each other, yeah. and message people back and forth. So all it's, right. It's really it's yeah it's really changed the game for us. That's awesome, um, and then it allowed us to, to do a lot more with uh, with a lot more people in a lot more places. <laughs> That's fantastic, man. So, as yeah. a as an athlete, as a, as somebody who's uh, you know physically loves to move and and loves to build your body and and focus on that, what are some things? Have you have you done anything um, in your in your time training uh, that that is like? Have you have you done any? Do you, do you do bodybuilding competitions? Do you do run marathons? Is there any, like, uh, do, you, do you set goals like that and do things like that? Or is it mostly just yeah, focused on training yeah, people? No, so that was actually one of the, the so the, the system that I use for training people, that's both the straight shot training program, the subscription, and the way that I approach training people is it's kind of a culmination of, of me competing over the past 12 years. So, okay. I mean, I played, I played soccer all growing up, but then, when I got into college, I started running 5Ks uh, and, and got into that a lot. Um, yeah. I got into running and then um, shortly, and then actually while I was in college, I did gymnastics. I got into that. Gymnastics led me into CrossFit. I competed in CrossFit. I competed on teams with CrossFit for a while. CrossFit led me into Strongman. Actually, this, this shirt that I'm wearing with this awesome Minotaur on it is from a, from a CrossFit competition. All right. This jack, jacked Minotaur. Yeah. Um, so I, can, Which, I, can <laughs> I feel like all Minotaurs are jacked. It would be weird to see one that was like strong. Oh, like, like a beer gut. Like a, a beer gut. <laughs> but like <laughs> a, horse's, a horse's jacked body, but just like, you know, pure just, shit when it gets to oh, the human yeah, part. Just, <laughs> 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 yeah, so that's uh, so yeah, compete, competed in a strongman for a little bit. Um, and then, you know, it, it, with every different training style I've done um, and, and different weight that I've been at, I mean, when I was a, a runner, I was down, you know, I was below about 140 pounds. 
Oh, wow. uh, and I've, compete, I've competed all the way up into the 200-pound weight class in, in strongman, and I've been everywhere in between. Um, wow. And doing all of doing all of that, um, I found that, and the reason why we call it straight shot is that the the I like to take the best parts of each of the styles that I've trained, yeah. toss out the stuff that I think is excessive or, or yeah. needed, and try to find that 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 line of you know balancing. You know, I think people should be flexible, but also strong. And I don't think yeah, that, there, yeah. that there needs to be a, uh, you know, I think that stretching should be cool. That the, the dude should not, you know, walk yeah. in the gym and think it's cool to immediately jump under a bench press without warming up. And at the same time, I think that, I <laughs> think that, I do it. that people need to, yeah. <laughs> you want to surprise Straight. the joints. <laughs> I want to <laughs> impress people immediately when I walk in the gym. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then, and then the other, the other thing that, and a lot of my clients are over sixty, and okay. I know I want them to realize, you know, there's a reason that I have you using a barbell and, and lifting heavier weights. I want you to, to have a good level of strength to balance out all those other things. So I want right. to balance strength and flexibility and endurance, and um, you know, at the same time, people typically want to to shape up or lose weight. Um, so I do help people along with, along the way with their diets. Uh, but that's the main thing you need to address when it comes to either weight loss or gaining muscle is, is your diet. So it's kind of a, a combination of all of those things over the past 12 years that I've worked into something that I, that I feel like works for a lot of people. It's Kung Fu, man. I talk about it all the time. It's, you, you just did what Bruce Lee did when he created Jeet Kune Do as he was like, <laughs> karate's cool, except for this part. Judo's yeah. cool, except for this shit. You know, you know, and this is, this is a culmination of those things. So you, uh, that's awesome. Um, well, I I won't compare myself to to Bruce Lee, but but I appreciate the reference. I mean, look, it's all it's all, <laughs> I, I, you know, it's all the same thing. It's uh, you know, if you're, we talk about it all the time in this podcast. It's you know, it's about how to, how to spend your time thinking about, you know, ways to whittle down the excess and keep the things that that work well. You know, whether you're running a business or or whatever the case may yeah. be. What are the things you do well? What are the things you you know? that you think are the best that, that, you know, that make you uniquely, you know, special at what you do, uh, which is pretty cool. What, what That's about, awesome. what about nutrition? What do you, what do you say? Cause right now I'm, I'm in that space where, um, so let's talk trades first of all. Yeah. Yeah. Tra trade people, uh, myself included, uh, our, our main place to get food is a gas station. So the same place, you get yes. your car food is where you also get your food you just, and it's you just no, no bueno. Diet's hard, dude, because oh yeah, there's so many different, everybody's going to tell you something different. So when it comes yeah. to that, what, what, where do you draw your, your like, you know, what experience have you had? Where do you draw uh, your knowledge and what do you typically suggest people do as far as nutrition is concerned, general eating? Okay, so um, yeah, along with biomechanics, nutrition was one of my one of my favorite things. I studied uh, clinical nutrition okay. um, in college, and I had a, a good professor at back back at the time. I didn't like him that much because I was much more of a zealot when it came to you know everyone should be eating a salad with every meal. You know, yeah, I just yeah, yeah. You know this. I was very passionate about that, and and he broke it down to I mean, like really getting into the 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 smallest details of the things that you put in your body, and basically showed us that over the longest period of time, the people who eat a wide variety of foods, they don't eat too much, they don't drink too much, but mm -hmm. they do drink a little bit and they do indulge here and there. Mm -hmm. And as long as you are eating a, a wide variety of foods and you're not eating too much, 
you could be you could be vegan, you could be low carb, you could be paleo, you could be this as as long as you find a diet of something that's going to make for the most part be based around whole foods right. and not and not anything in excess, then you're probably going to be pretty okay. And this, so yeah. it's the same way I approach the I approach the uh, the fitness side of, with Straight Shot is I tell people, you know, meat's fine, just just don't overdo it. Right. Um, and, and, you know, if you, uh, if you want to enjoy alcohol, just don't overdo it. When it comes right. to sugar, sugar is not going to kill you. It, the people vilify it all the time. You want to have a soda every once in a while, that's not going to kill you. The problem right. is the every morning, the two Dr. Mm-hmm. Peppers and the honey bun. Yep. Uh, and, and that becomes your routine. That, that, that's, that's the yeah. problem. So um, moving towards just a little bit more of, of, of moderation. The other thing is if you, if you think about uh, and this comes, I won't take credit for this. This comes from another, uh, another personal trainer. Um, and he said, if you think about 20 meals, so think about, you know, how you, between all of your meals and snacks, if you use so 20 meals over however many days, if you can make 16 or 17 of those pretty good, mm-hmm. the other three or four can be absolute trash and you'll mm-hmm. still probably be pretty healthy. Okay. So if you, if, if you know that you're out and it's, it's difficult to eat, uh, when you're out on the road, if you can have a good breakfast and then right. know that you're not going to totally overeat at dinner yeah. and you maybe try to get some vegetables here and there or pack something along with you. So, I mean, you, you can get, you know, the, the honey bun or whatever, but maybe pack a sandwich or something for lunch. So you're not tempted right. to go to, to, you know, McDonald's or something, but I don't, I don't expect you to roll up to the job site with a salad. Like it's, it's, it's just, it's, I, I think, that it's so many people in in your in your trade too see it as as two totally different sides. There's right. there's John Johnny eating his quinoa and his chickpeas while he's driving. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which I spilled all over my lap this morning. Yeah. Uh, and then and then there's there's you know Joe going and getting his his skull and his honey bun. That's but there, right. There is, there is a middle ground. In yeah, there, no doubt. I, think. I tend to eat pretty healthy. Um, okay. I have um, I have hereditarily high cholesterol, so that's a thing that I have to deal oh, with. Um, yeah. <clears throat> so I'm in the process of figuring that out. I've been uh, seeing a cardiologist, and which is a kick in the dick because I I'm a runner. I've been an athlete my whole life. I don't know if you can tell. <laughs> Pretty, no, I've been an athlete my whole life, but <laughs> I uh, I eat well, and uh, I just have this this blood. You know, this fat. I have fat blood. I don't have a fat body. My blood yes. is fat. Um, and so, and I'm allergic to the traditional medication that they give to treat it, which are statins. My body, statins, my statins, my body says, yeah. no, no, no. And, uh, it's real painful when I, when I have taken them a few times and been in a ton get, of pain do, because do you get the, the super muscle cramping with them too. Bad, yeah, bad, right? Like, yeah. The, the, I'm not yeah, a, so. I'm not a fa- I'm not a fan of them, but I do understand some people you, you can only change so much. Well, um, also like your I think your options are limited. So like my father-in-law, oh, yeah. my father-in-law has has had high cholesterol, hereditarily high cholesterol too for years. He was on statins for 30, 40 years and had a massive heart attack and luckily didn't die, but Yeah. You know, you wow. poison your body for 40 years and then it still doesn't work. It's like what yeah. what's the point of that? Yeah. Um I don't know. So I, I'm in the running right um, now for a, for a new medication that's like an injectable. Um, okay. But I, I had to prove to the, to the cardiologist that my body was allergic to statins twice, uh, which oh, I, I did Jeez. pass that, that test twice. Um, <laughs> now, so. uh, I mean, I don't, I don't want to get into your personal blood lipid numbers, but if, you, uh, if your HDL cholesterol is high, mm-hmm. that, 
that that can help you out a little bit. So yeah. I'm not sure what yours is, but it's it's if, better when I exercise. So exercise right? definitely okay, brings just, that HDL up. Just, um, yep. You know, good fats are are great. You know, um, I eat a lot of avocados and and sardines. Okay. I'm like a you know train hopping hobo with my diet sometimes. Where I just eat a can of sardines <laughs> for lunch like a freak. Uh, but they're yeah. high in high in omega three fats and uh, I know they're good. Yeah, walnuts, uh, almonds, okay. good for the brain. Um, yeah. Uh, now, are you doing any strength training right now? Uh, well, I'm 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 uh, I'm healing up a couple of broken ribs. Um, I okay. fell down because I'm an old guy. Uh, but I <laughs> <laughs> so I do. But I do. Um, I tend to my my routine is typically I've got a pull up bar, um, and it's it's mostly just. Um, what do you call the exercises where you are resistively pushing against natural forces? Is it a, uh, um, like body weight exercises? Yeah. Or just like just general or, resistive pushups, pull-ups, oh, like ca calisthenics, calisthenics, right? Yeah. Calisthenics, got it. Right. Okay. Yeah. So it's um, cardio. Um, and then it's cal. I, I was in the Marine Corps, so it's, uh, I okay. just kind of always go back to that. Um, you know, run, run five miles and then do a bunch of pull-ups and push-ups. Um, okay. the big, the big thing for me has been, flexibility and that's as i'm hitting 41 okay. that's where i'm really starting to see my body break down um is is it being inflexible yeah yeah you, you know what? It, once you get past like 30 every decade you start losing elasticity so okay even if you even if you are stretching you're gonna have to start doing a little bit more range of motion work as you get older well, so um, what would that entail what it what are the range like actually like um like as opposed to static stretching doing more like like movement type stretching range of motion yeah so um, i mean sta static stretching is is okay it's uh it's typically though if you're gonna stretch something you need to make sure that your body knows how to work into that position so just you know holding uh like a, a quad stretch or holding a hamstring stretch or something you're gonna stretch the muscle out but as soon as you're done that stretch it's gonna kind of go back the length it was at before right. long okay so you want to make sure that when you're when you're lifting you're lifting with full ranges of motion so when you're doing your your chin-ups your pull-ups that you're going all the way down getting a good stretch at the bottom pulling yourself all the way up yeah um, if you're doing your, doing your push-ups pushing all the way up all the way down so think of your as your joints as like hinges on a door okay and over time if there's rust in those hinges that door is mm -hmm. only going to open so far yeah but if you were to if you put wd-40 on that that Dude. hinge and work the door back and forth before mm -hmm. long it's going to open up well right you're the fluid in your joints the, the synovial fluid this in between all of your joints is multi-viscous just like car oil okay car oil. so once you start moving and it gets warmed up it becomes it, looser and so you can actually uh you know that's why you might feel super stiff in the morning when you first get up you get moving you feel sure. better yeah that's because it's actually literally your joints have to warm up so okay. the other thing that needs that needs to happen as you get older is you need to warm up more so okay. Okay. Before, before you run doing some you know calf raises and lunges and squats and okay. not like not like static stretches but actually like move the joint through a wide range of motion before you go out on your run uh, and then when you're done, then you can cool down with some static stretching if you want to. Okay. That makes but, sense. Uh, so you would, you would recommend static stretching at the end of the run. If you're going to do it, I would, yeah. I would do it afterwards. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, okay. Yeah, there, there's still some benefits to it, but, uh, most of my, uh, workouts start out with some type of dynamic warm up, So maybe some leg swings or arm swings, torso twists. Um, and then we might do something that's like a more of an active stretch where, um, you might have, might be laying on your back. 
and you're raising your leg up as high as you can and then mm -hmm. back down, but you're using, you know, your leg muscles to pull it up and back down. And then we do some type of stability work. So I might have you do a balance exercise or like a single leg deadlift okay. or um, like a hip opening drill for hip rotation. Then I move you into the strength portion of the workout. So we get the, everything warmed up. We make sure you have a full range of motion okay. and then we strength, then we strengthen you in that new range of motion, which is hmm. kind of like, um, like it's almost like the, uh, the warm up is you typing a document. Uh, and then the save button is when you actually start lifting with, with weights or with your that body. That makes sense. I like, uh, that's a good description. Yeah. So it kind of cements that movement in. So for okay. you all, um, you know, in your trade, you're squatting, you're lunging, you're deadlifting. It just looks different because you're outside. You're doing right. a lot of twisting. You're crawling everywhere. Right. I mean, it's all these same patterns that are just universal human movements. Right. So you, you could, you know, do do well with doing some of those exercises to make you better at your craft and a lot I'm of people sure. by the end of the day you're so tired you don't want to do it <laughs> so, so so i was going to talk to you about that so i think that would be yeah. the the main pushback that that folks in the trades would say my dad said it his whole life you know because when i was growing up and i was playing sports i would ask him like don't you you know don't you ever work like you don't want to don't you ever work out and he's like doug i'm, I'm up and down all day i work yeah. out all day and i've heard people say that so many times I run, I'm up and down stairs all day and that's true. Um, but it's not the same. It's definitely not the same as like, uh, keeping your heart rate elevated. It's not the same as strength training. Um, no. so, so how, what are ways that people who work all day and are exhausted by the time they get home, you know, what are ways I, for, I, for folks like that to, to get into tr training? I, I think the, the idea that, that, uh, that more is not better is, is what you want to keep in mind. You could, okay. let's say you want to split your, your week up into five days. Okay. Um, uh, and you're going to do a, a 20 minute workout each of those days. So on the first day, just spend your time warming up your legs and just do squats and lunges. So okay. warm everything up, do squats and lunges, cool down 15, 20 minutes, just right. you know, two extra, two exercises, 15 reps of each back and forth for five rounds or something. Okay. Then the next day, just focus on maybe your, your shoulders. So warm everything up, stretch out your lats. That's typically what gets tight on you all from mm -hmm. carrying things. Your shoulders get rounded forward from driving. Yep. Do some things to open up your shoulders and then do some shoulder exercises to strengthen up your, your shoulders and your rotator cuff. And then the next day, warm up and just do core and go for a walk. Okay. The next day, do leg, leg workout again. And another day, do you know push-ups and pull-ups again or something. So okay. you, you can. it doesn't have to be everything all the time. Yeah. Just a little bit, little bit each day. Okay. Um, but I guess when it comes to wondering you know, why you should do it, it to me it would be like, uh, you know, you're 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 an you're an electrician all day, but it would be like you never wanting to learn anything that's going to make you better at being at your craft. Yeah, I know. Like, you, that's, don't, you don't yeah. stop at the like you, you probably are looking at stuff online and you're researching things. Your day isn't a nine to five. I'm an electrician, and then it stops. No way, man! It's a so it's if, a lifestyle. So, yeah, right. Yeah. So if you start <laughs> if you start viewing that you know 15 minutes of movement and don't even call it a workout, just say I'm going to move for 15 minutes right. at the end of the day and start and start realizing that's going to make it easier for you to crawl and stoop and lunge and climb and right. carry. Um, you're going to feel better, which means you're going to be more productive during the day, which means you're going to have more energy. And what typically happens with people who start out with short workouts is they realize, you know what, that felt really good. I'm going to do another set. Yeah. Or I've, I've been doing two workouts a week. Let me try three. And then right. it, it becomes something that maybe you build into your day um, right. as part of it. But um, yeah, start small. I, I, I like that idea. And here's the thing that always that I always see is like, 
and I've experienced too, you know, because physical fitness is one of those things that you have to do your whole life. And it's not just like a, yes. I used to work out because then it's, yeah. it doesn't matter. It's, it, it, it really hinges on consistency and, and making it a part. It's like a diet or, yep. um, you know, any, any sort of ideology that you adopt in your life. And, um, I think that's the biggest hurdle. It's, it's like getting past that barrier in your mind that makes you get up early or, or come home after work and take the time because it's, it's hard. It's harder. You know, you already yeah. have a hard job and uh, you're already tired uh, or you already get yeah. up early. You know, I'm up at 5 a.m. every morning. Um, when I run in the morning, wow. I get up at 4.30. So that's yeah. early. And so getting past that barrier, you know, I think we make a lot of excuses for ourselves, just people in general, right? It's like, oh yeah, you know, we can, we can rationalize anything like, ah, I'm fine. Or I, you know, I'm, yeah, I, I don't, I, I, I'm, yeah. I'm talking to you and, you know, for, for all the trades people out there that are listening that, uh, that I want to get that point across to that it's like, it's in order to be, to be that much better at your job physical fitness is, is, is important and nutrition is important. Like being yes. long, longevity is important. You, you want to be, yes. And the, the other thing is you, you want to feel good. And I think, <laughs> I, and yeah. so the, the short term discomfort of getting up a little bit earlier or trying to get that workout in later in the day is going to, is going to pay multiple dividends into how you feel during your work. And nobody wants to be in pain and right. nobody wants to be tired. And, and that's David I Goggins you, does David Goggins. <laughs> <probably not perspective. laughs> so, you know, yeah. So on, on just, if you, if you can see it as an, as an investment, right. Um, right. An investment in your, in yourself and in your craft. I mean, it's, it's, yeah. you want to, you would want to work with the best tools, right? Right. You would, that's, you would, yeah. you would, and you would spend a little bit more. You might even spend like more than you're comfortable spending right. in order to have the right tools to make you that much better at your job. That's or right. Running a, worth running a business. I mean, think about how many late nights you spent and, and how much time you spent, you know, marketing and, and the financials and all the stuff that's not fun, but you do it because that's what it takes to run a business. So what it yeah. takes to run a bot uh, to run a body is you need to, to fuel it properly and yeah. you need to make sure that it's moving correctly and, and exercise is how you get your body to move better. And I, I think the suggestions you're making are reasonable too. It's that, you know, you're not coming on here saying like, uh, don't go to sheets, um, get on the bench press for an hour. You know, it's, it's like, it's re it's reasonable. You're saying, you're saying take her easy. Don't overdo it. Try to eat better. Um, yeah. Pack, pack a lunch. Don't, uh, and, you know, and, put the honey bun yeah. down sometimes. And again, yeah. <laughs> yeah. When it comes to, when it comes to caloric expenditure, I mean, most of the tradesmen I know you guys are burning, you know, upwards of you know over 3,000 calories a day oh, yeah. without exercise you, you guys oh, are yeah. burning so that's why a lot of, of tradesmen I think get away with the you know the honey buns and the and the coke sure. because they're not they're not carrying around a ton of excess weight right. but if you you know start fueling your body properly and taking care of it with exercise you'll see oh actually I feel way better I didn't really I didn't even yeah. realize how bad it felt yeah. because I just been feeling like that for so long right <laughs> you know I'll tell you being uh I, I'm a slender guy i've been slender my whole life. i was very skinny as a kid it's a curse kind of because you you can you can lie to yourself and make yourself believe that you're healthy because you're because you're thin 
and you're not. You know, there's so many guys out there that are like smoking a cigarette. Like, oh, I look great. It's like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. You're not healthy. And uh, yes. yeah, I mean, eating, yeah, I've, I've played with all kinds of things. Time is so limited during the day too in the trades. Like some jobs, oh, depending, yeah. depending on like, you know, your setup. If you work for the union, maybe you get lunch breaks. I don't really know how that works not in the union. Okay. I know that for, for running a business, um, there are days where I just like, you just put your head down and go to get it done. I want, you know, some days yeah. I don't take lunch. I may run to the truck and, you know, like I said, throw a clip bar in my, in my mouth while I'm working or something. But, yeah. um, yeah, there, I've experimented with all kinds of things though, where like, you know, maybe I want to eat more during the day and that would help. Doesn't help. I've, I've found for myself that the best way to get through the day and feel good the whole time is a good breakfast. Um, yep. something protein, protein based for breakfast, um, egg avocado, um, and then like a protein bar midday and then I'm through to dinner and I'm, yeah, mine feels good. You know, I don't feel heavy. I'm not tired after lunch. Um, a lot of coffee. Yes, though. What's your, what's your take on coffee? Same thing with moderation. There was a, uh, a, a, a study I saw recently on, on coffee drinkers. They kind of uh, analyzed coffee drinkers around the world okay. and found that like this, the sweet spot, and you'll probably laugh at this was two, was two cups a day okay. that people who drank, who drank two cups a day lived longer than people who didn't drink coffee even. Uh, oh, but drinking more, th- drinking more than that um, didn't seem to really have a benefit, but drinking uh, you know, past four cups was when people started having issues. So huh. uh, that's typically, most of the people I know drink way more than four yeah. cups though. <laughs> define, define cups. Like what is a so cups? cups, cups, cups they, they, yeah, they, a cup of coffee is defined as a six fluid ounce serving, which, which would contain around 100 milligrams of caffeine. Okay. So, um, so you know, if you're filling up your, a day. Yeah. Four, 400 a day. Okay, 400. I'm okay. sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry. Two, there's 200 milligrams in, in a cup okay. of coffee. So 400 cool. milligrams a day right. is kind of that, that sweet, uh, right. uh, the upper limit there. Okay. Um, but yeah, when it, when it comes to, to your diet and how often you're eating, that's, it's so individual. There are people who you know, eat every two or three hours. Um, I, I don't like eating big meals. That was the, yeah. the hardest thing for me when I was trying to, to gain weight for strongman was I just couldn't eat that much of each meal. I just had to eat like eight times a day in order to put on that much weight. That's crazy. Um, but t- typically I prefer to eat like, you know, five times a day. Okay. Um, and, but I know some people who like to do intermittent fasting where they eat like once a day and they eat a huge meal and right. it's whatever you feel, whatever you feel good doing. But I right. think for your, for your trade, it's, it's probably better to really focus on a great breakfast, great dinner, kind of bookend your day with those. Yeah. And in the middle of the day, like you said, find something that's going to have some protein, some fiber is going to hold you through, but it's yeah. also going to have enough complex carbohydrates to give you sustained energy. So right. if you think about the three main macronutrients are carbs, fat, and protein. Okay. So think of, think of uh, protein is like your building blocks. You don't mm-hmm. really get any energy from protein is, is there to repair damaged muscle tissue, build new muscle tissue. Um, and it, you, you need around somewhere around like 0.8 times your body weight up to like 1.2, somewhere in there. So an easy number to remember would be like a one gram per pound of body weight is, is kind of the upper end of what you would need. Okay. Then, then with, with fat, 
fat you need for good hormone production. Um, you do use it as a, as a sustained energy source. Right. Um, it's not a, it's not as clean of a burn as carbohydrates for energy, but it's a good energy source. Okay. Um, but you do need, especially as you as you get older, you do need that for good testosterone production uh, and maintaining your muscle mass. So, All right. um, fat, so fat, fat fat's important. That. Fats yes. are important. Yep. And That's then important. Car, then car, okay. then, yeah, so carbs are main. The carbs are just energy. Okay. Your body could actually run without them. Uh, it just runs much better with them. Okay. So you have to. Ha there's essential fatty acids. There's essential amino acids, which is protein. Um, your body has to have those. When it comes okay. to carbohydrates, your body just does much better with carbohydrates than anything else for fuel. Okay. So carbs are like a high octane fuel. Your brain okay. likes to run on carbs. Your muscles like to run on carbs. So uh, for people who are feeling like they kind of have low energy while they're working, what may be happening is um, they're, they're kind of, they don't have a balance of, of those three macronutrients. They might okay. not be getting enough protein or, huh. or enough fat. They might just be getting too many carbs or they're getting too much fat and protein. They're not eating enough carbs. You want to try to find a good, a good balance in there. And that balance is very individual. Some people do better with more carbs. Some people do it better with less carbs, more fat. Uh, but the biggest thing is you want to try to get your carbohydrates from whole food sources. So okay. fruits, fruits, vegetables, grains, potatoes, rice, that kind of stuff yeah. for your carbs. So like, like okay. you said, with your breakfast, if you did, you know, three, four whole eggs and a big bowl of oatmeal, of course, I'm not sure if your doctor has you watching eggs. Uh, um, no, not really. I mean, you know, not really. They, they haven't necessarily it's, said it's, don't eat eggs. I it's, mean, yeah, it's, yeah. it's so debatable whether or not, well, also, actually, a driving force behind cholesterol. It, it's hard to know too. It's hard to know too when you have um, genetically high cholesterol. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I could it's eat. Just, I could eat yeah. like it's like a fucking saint, and I'm still gonna have yeah. ridiculous numbers. So yeah, uh, yeah. Um, so yeah. So so yeah. Um, so bre breakfast, you know, so something you know, oatmeal, like you said, you know, your your sandwich or whatever at breakfast. If you try to get some some carbs early in the day like that and maybe see how your body feels, you might not actually crave those sodas and honey buns as much in the other day because you won't have a crash because you will have topped off that tank earlier. Right. So that's why you're able to that's why you're able to do a good breakfast, good dinner, and just eat a protein bar in the middle of the day. Right. Because you you know you properly fueled your body. If someone gets up and I'm, I guarantee there's a lot of your buddies who don't eat breakfast. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's why when they get oh, yeah. to the convenience store, everything, even those like hot dogs that they've been spinning around in that turnstile for three days oh, at 7-Eleven yeah. or the, or the, oh, taqu yeah. the taquitos. taquitos. Yeah. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> but you, even those start to look appetizing because yeah, right. you're, just, you're just so hungry. Yeah, no thanks. So, um, <laughs> what are your thoughts on supplements? Like are there any, like especially as you're getting older, because I'm the thing that really yeah. aches on me more than anything are my joints at this point. Like my knees in particular are like, so mad at me all the time. Are there supplements that you, that you, you know, believe in or recommend? Um, yeah. So typically I, I don't start recommending supplements to people until they actually know gram for gram what's going into their body. They should Makes be able sense. to tell me how many grams of protein, fat, carbs, how many calories you're getting. So then I know, okay, they don't need a, they don't need a supplement. They actually need to eat more of, of X, Y, or Z. Makes sense. Um, but when it, when it comes to supplements, protein supplements are great for people who have a hard time getting in enough protein during the day. Okay. Um, so, um, you packing your, uh, your delicious, uh, midday banana and, uh, and a protein <laughs> shake would be, would be a good mixture. Uh, so you could pack a, a you know, uh, a piece of fruit, 
um, a serving of you know mixed nuts and a protein shake. And that would be, yeah. you, know, you would have your 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 carbs, your fat, and your protein there. And that that would be a lunch that you could literally eat driving from one site to the other. Right. Totally. Um, so so that's why supplements are are great for convenience. But I I would typically prefer people to try to to get as much as they can through their food. That makes a lot um, of sense. But as as for uh, a supplement that's not necessarily like a, a part of your your diet, uh, which would be um, like a, a nutritive um, supplement, something that would be considered like an ergogenic aid or something that would help you with performance or with muscle mass. My favorite is, is creatine, okay. um, which has been, it's been vilified, it's been studied though for 20 years and proven safe to the point of where they don't even really run studies on it with athletes as much anymore because okay. it's just they, they beat that horse into the ground that is okay. effective for building muscle mass, it's, it's effective for increasing strength. It huh. hydrates your muscle cells. Um, huh. It doesn't harm your kidneys. You just have to make sure you're drinking enough water with it. It doesn't okay. make your tendons explode like my professor told me 12 years ago in college. Um, but then now they're they're realizing that creatine has a role in brain function. So they're using creatine supplementation with people with Alzheimer's and oh, Parkinson's. They're they're giving creatine supplements to you know people in nursing homes. Huh. So, um, so gra grandpa's going to be jacked. He's going to, yeah, just, <laughs> yeah, just, you're going to go see grandpa and be like, what the hell just, <laughs> he's not like the grippers at the, he's at the bingo table, <laughs> just going to forearm pump. Uh, yeah. So, so that one, so it, you know, for, for you with increasing your, uh, you know, keeping your muscle mass up. So actually, you know, if you were to increase your muscle mass, that does have an effect. Your, your muscle muscles don't just move your, your bones around. Yeah. Um, they, they're, they're an important organ in your body that helps you, helps you regulate your blood sugar and helps you with your, your good cholesterol and, and all of these other functions, um, paired with your endocrine system, with your hormones, it, there's, it's good to have more muscle mass, okay. um, you know, not, you know, excessive to where, you know, you, you can't move cause you're so muscle bound, but, um, you know, having, <laughs> sorry guys, I can't get in that crawl space today. <laughs> A little too <laughs> ripped. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh. And, and then you do lose muscle mass as you age. So you lose elasticity yeah, right. of your muscle tissue and you lose the amount of muscle mass that you have naturally. It's just what happens. But yeah. you can keep that by making sure you eat a good diet and you exercise. But also creatine is just that little extra thing that can help you out. All right. So, um, I've, never, I've never put much thought into it. You know, I was in the, in the Marine Corps. Everybody was dosing creatine when they worked oh, out. Yeah, everybody right? was. Yeah. Um, so I never really put much thought into it. But you would... Uh, with a regular workout regimen, a regular strength training regimen, you would you would recommend some some creatine in there to help your body. Yeah, but just yeah. just uh, some people take mega doses of it, and they talk about like loading creatine. You do okay. like five five days of super high dosage. The only reason that the supplement companies tell you to do that is so that they can sell you more creatine. There's no, <laughs> there's no science behind you. That's it's great. Just, yeah, that's so like Chick Fil A being like, you gotta mega load these nuggets. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> so you you just you just uh, for for guys uh you know if you weigh over about 150 pounds i would say um just take five grams a day and just take okay. five grams every day well you just um, mix it you know, in water yeah yeah it's yeah. flavorless you can just mix it with whatever right. um and just take it and you know I, there's there's times where um where i just you know i just forget to take it um, and it, it's something that has to build up in your body. So, okay. you know, once you start taking, if you miss a day here and there, it's not something you need to take right before your workout. Cause it literally has no effect on your actual workout. At that okay. Time. Okay. 
um, the pre-workout supplements that people take, typically they fill them with uh, caffeine, mm -hmm. uh, B vitamins, so your pee is a nice neon color, so you yeah. know it's working because your pee glows. That's uh, right. And then, and then they dump a bunch of beta alanine in it, which um, makes you tingle and feels like you're going to peel your face off. I can't so, wait. I'm going to do that shit right now. Just, we, <laughs> right we, before we, bed. <laughs> <laughs> we just, yeah, we, anytime we take it, you have to, you're supposed to take it. I used, I've, I've taken it in the past before and it just makes me too crazy. I don't like the feeling of it. We that always say nice. that you're, that you know, it kicks in because you, uh, you're tingled and ready to mingle. So tingle, <laughs> ready to mingle, then you're ready to work out. Yeah, so just, you know, as for, as for working out, uh, creatine is probably the best, the All best right. supplement I can think of. Outside of what? that, there's a bunch of other stuff you can take, but. Most what are your thoughts time, on what are your thoughts on vitamin D? I hear a lot of talk nowadays about like the the benefits of vitamin D and vitamin D supplements and things like that. What what are your thoughts on that? Um, I mean, well, most people where we live here in the uh, the the eastern seaboard, we most people should be taking a vitamin D supplement. I, okay. I just take a, a multivitamin that has it in it. Um, but we just if we're not outside enough. Uh, you're not getting enough sunlight. You're not able to manufacture enough vitamin D. Um, if you're working outside, you might be, and you're outside all the time, you might yeah. be actually making enough that you don't need a supplement. Okay. Uh, but during the winter or the, whenever the days are shorter, you probably would. Yeah. Um, but for most people, before they go and take like a mega dose of it, um, I, you need to go see a doctor and have your levels checked because yeah, yeah. Vitamins, vitamins A, D, E, and K are all fat soluble, meaning your body can store them in in, in kind of large amounts, but you can overdo it and you can okay. have dangerous, dangerous things come up because of overdoing it on A, D, E, or K. Okay. Vitamin B and vitamin C, meanwhile, if you get too much of it, you just pee it straight pee it out. out. So, yeah. Okay. yeah. Neon pee. Yep. <laughs> tingled and ready to mingle. Yeah, tingled and ready to mingle. <laughs> That'll be the name of this podcast episode for sure. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> All right, Johnny, man, thank you so much for your time and your expertise. I think that I think that um, this is going to be a great one. I'm trying, you know, I, I tr I'm trying to think of everything I can to share with folks in the trades that you know can help us be better at what we do. And I think that this absolutely nailed it, man. So that was episode three, idea. season three of the Modern Electrician Podcast. Thanks for tuning in, Johnny Slick. Big thank you to you for donating your time. Uh, your insights, your expertise. I really got a lot out of that conversation, so thank you. I uh, hope you guys got a lot out of that too. Uh, thanks for listening. Don't forget to check out the website, modernelectricianpod.com. Uh, also, big thank you to our sponsors, uh, www.ledlightingsupply.com. Uh, go check them out, see what they're all about. Uh, full photo metrics for your jobs, commercial and industrial, uh, and some great lighting supplies as well. And, of course, World of Electricians. Uh, if you don't know now, you know some of the best electrical apparel out there. Thanks, guys, so much. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.